Secretary of State Tony Blinken added a surprise stop to his already packed schedule through the Middle East. He was in Iraq earlier today. Let's get some perspective now from uh, former Ambassador John Bolton, uh, Donald Trump's uh, ex-national security advisor. Ambassador Bolton, uh, thanks very much for being with us. Uh, what, what's your view at this point on uh, this idea of a humanitarian pause in Gaza that the Biden administration has been talking about? That is not something that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu wants to hear about, uh, but it, it goes uh, slightly towards where the Arab uh, leaders want in the region. They want a ceasefire, uh, but the Biden administration is, is not quite on board with that just yet. Is a humanitarian pause something in the middle that, that should be pursued at this point? No, I, I think this is very serious. I think the Biden administration is sliding away from its support uh, of Israel. I think nobody's taken into account how Hamas and uh, its puppet masters in Tehran really are manipulating uh, public opinion in the United States and elsewhere. Uh, this is a very serious matter that's going on here. And there is no connection between what Israel is doing in the northern part of the Gaza Strip uh, and opening the border for proper shipments of humanitarian aid. This is a problem Hamas has caused on both sides, letting the aid in uh, and letting people out who want to get out. Uh, so I think Israel is entirely justified here in saying Hamas is so utterly untrustworthy that uh, they don't get the benefit of a humanitarian pause and certainly not a ceasefire. But what about these civilian casualties in Gaza that are on the rise, Ambassador, as the Israeli military keeps hitting uh, these, these Hamas targets, they are uh, killing a lot of civilians. They're, I mean, we've seen some of the video, you've seen some of the video, just leaving massive craters in some very densely populated areas. Uh, children are being killed. Hospitals are being flooded with patients. Uh, if you were in the position of national security advisor right now, would you at least privately say to the Israelis that they should be more selective in their targeting? What do you think? Well, you, you, I think you have to think there's evidence they're not being selective. You know, the moral question here basically centers on who is responsible uh, for these civilian casualties. And the answer is Hamas. Uh, they're the ones that have weaponized the entire Gaza Strip over a 15 year period where Israel hasn't even been present. Uh, they're the ones that uh, put their own civilian population in jeopardy. Uh, and it would be a, a cruel irony here if the group that committed the atrocities on October the 7th by committing further atrocities of endangering its own population somehow is allowed to skate free. I would call that the terrorist veto. What Israel is doing, and it's always subject to qualification, but is picking legitimate military targets, what its information tells it are legitimate military targets, which it is entitled to do, uh, in the exercise of its self-defense. It's not entitled to target civilians qua civilians. It's picking, it says it's picking, legitimate military targets, and it's made the decision to, uh, to try and get all civilian casualties minimized by giving advance warning, uh, and has made the judgment which international law permits in armed conflict that the military target is sufficiently serious to justify uh, the tragic risk of civilian casualties. And unless somebody can say they're doing something else, they are entitled to do what they're doing. And do you think the Israelis, though, need to at some point, perhaps in the near future, make a uh, more of a transition to ground, force, uh, ground forces uh, conducting house by house, street by street 
um, searches for Hamas leaders as opposed to uh, these bombs that uh, some of this bombing that has been going on, these strikes, these airstrikes that have been going on, which can have a pretty heavy civilian toll. Well, so, so can house by house, street by street conflict. I think Israel, both as a political matter and as a moral matter, is entitled to try and minimize its own casualties. I, I think this focus uh, on, on the situation in Gaza also obscures what's really going on here, as does all this talk about not letting the conflict spread. It has already spread. Let, let's, let's try and summarize what's actually happening. One of America's closest allies is under multiple attacks and threats of attacks by a coalition of some of America's greatest enemies. Now, at least at the political level and maybe more, including Russia. This is extraordinarily serious. This is not about uh, the Gaza Strip. This is about the survival of Israel and threats to the United States. And I don't think the administration either understands it or is willing to admit it. And I think that has an extraordinarily negative impact on our ability to resist this threat. Let me ask you about this op-ed that you have um, in the New York Post. Uh, you said President Biden is risking American lives by refusing to hold Iran responsible for the Hamas attacks on, on October 7th. I mean, the president has been standing pretty shoulder to shoulder with the Israelis. I know you've, you've acknowledged that. But do you really want a war with Iran? Is that, is that the right approach here? I don't think it's a question of what we want. I think it's a question of what Iran wants. I think there's no doubt here uh, that Iran has called the shots from the beginning. We don't know what their full strategy is, uh, but, but the, the center of this conflict is with the mullahs in Tehran. The administration has said that they won't tolerate uh, attacks on American personnel by Iranian surrogates, terrorist groups in Iraq or elsewhere. And yet the attacks have continued uh, Biden has drawn a red line and, the, uh, and, and it's disappearing right in front of us. I think that does endanger American lives uh, across the region. But you're not talking about some kind of military option when it comes to Iran right now, are you? Of course I am. If, if Iranian surrogate groups kill Americans, the Iranians need to pay a price for it. They don't take our restraint as a goodwill gesture, Jim. They take it as weakness. Right. But uh, knowing what you know about the experience of the Bush administration with the Iraq war, the war on terrorism, launching a war against Iran, entering into a military conflict with the Iranians, obviously, obviously is going to have major consequences in the region. Look, n nobody wants it. Israel didn't start this. We didn't start this. Uh, it's Israel that's under attack now. It's Americans in the region that are under attack. How, how many are going to be put at risk? We've been very lucky, I would have to say. Some, some of the Shia groups in Iraq are, uh, are incompetent, would be a polite way to put it. Uh, and we haven't had a serious uh, loss of American life. We've had some and, and some wounded. But the day could come when we would see significant American casualties as a result of the actions of Iran's yeah. surrogates done absolutely with their knowledge and probably direction. So what okay. do you do then, Jim? You just say, oh, it's too bad, isn't it? Too bad. Yeah. Let me ask you this. I mean, it, it, that, and that's obviously I mean, would that's you a retaliate? hypothetical. That you're, that's what you're talking about, a hypothetical. Well, would you that, retaliate? I mean, sure it is. That's right. But it could happen yeah. tomorrow. Obviously, that ra raises yeah. a whole set of issues. And obviously, more options would be on the table. And in a, in a situation like that, as you know, Ambassador, 
any American president would look at those options in that kind of uh, situation. Let me ask you a, a couple of political questions. Uh, the new House Speaker Mike Johnson has been tying aid to Israel to cutting funds uh, for the IRS. Do you agree with that? Uh, look, I, I think that's something that Republicans should be doing more of. I would certainly vote in favor of whatever aid Israel needs. Uh, but I think we've got to make some choices reducing domestic expenditures, domestic welfare expenditures, wasteful domestic spending. Uh, I think the idea that, uh, that tying the aid to something that is unpalatable to the president may help get the aid to Israel. These are legislative tactics, but I, I don't see any reason not to be more aggressive in that sense. All right, Ambassador John Bolton, thanks very much for your time. We appreciate it. Glad to be with you.